This is Danny Drill, and you're listening to Five Questions with Dan Chabelle. You're listening to the Five Questions podcast, and I'm your host, Dan Chabelle. In fewer than 10 minutes, my goal is to extract the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is actor and author Danny Trejo. Danny is one of Hollywood's most recognizable, prolific, and beloved character actors. He started AMC's Breaking Bad, FX's Sons of Anarchy, Desperado, Machete, and Spy Kids. Danny owns restaurants including Trejo's Tacos, Trejo's Cantina, and Trejo's Coffee and Donuts in the Los Angeles area. We discuss his remarkable journey from prison to blockbuster movies, which is captured in his new memoir, Trejo, during this podcast episode. Danny, welcome to Five Questions. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. I wanted to start off. Why were you originally drawn into the systems of crime and violence? And how were you able to transition into a new life as a Hollywood actor? I grew up with a mentor that happened to be a drug addict and armed robber. And he was my hero. And all the rest of the family was hardworking laborers, you know, construction. A lot to, you know, a lot to put on a five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old. And Gilbert, my uncle, he was just cool. I can remember before I was six, I guess, we had a 38 Chevy. It was my grandfather's. And he would tell me, count the songs because they didn't have a clock. He would go up to somebody's house and he'd whistle and they'd come out and they'd say, give me two. And he would roll two joints and hand them two joints. They'd give him money. And... He'd say, how many songs? That's four songs. So each song was about three minutes. So we knew the time, how long we had the car, you know, and that was like really my first drug deal. And and I just hung with Gilbert. I think I would have gotten into it anyway. Part of growing up, the lifestyle that I lived, where I lived. And then making that transition to being an actor. When I came out of prison in 1969, I was actually a drug counselor for quite a while. I was trying to be extras for an extra 50 bucks or something. One kid I was working with, I went with him and I ran into a guy I knew in the penitentiary, a guy named Eddie Bunker, who was a prolific writer, right? Now, I didn't know this. I just knew him as an armed robber. He asked me if I was still boxing. He said, Danny, I saw you win the lightweight and the welterweight title up in Quinton. We need somebody to train one of the actors how to box. I asked him, what's it pay? And he said, 320 a day. And I was there to make 50 bucks. I wasn't making 320 a week as a drug counselor. So I started training an actor named Eric Roberts how to box for a movie called Runaway Train. And the director saw me, liked the fact that Eric would do whatever I told him to do and told me that I would be in this movie. I've been doing pretty well ever since. Yeah, it's interesting for two reasons. One is because I feel like a lot of people want to get entertainment to be kind of seen, maybe to get famous, but you were drawn to it for two things. One, right place, right time. And two is you're kind of drawn to it by money. And so I thought that's interesting because even writing a book or, or acting, especially in your early career, it's not like you could make a lot of money, but you were able to do that early on and make that transition. And then there was probably a point where you're like, I kind of like this. And then now you, you've exactly. been in so many movies. You know people say, well, why do you do that movie? I said, you don't understand. It's that movie supporting maybe 80 people and putting food on the table. A bad movie is in the eye of the beholder. You might not like that movie, but somebody else thought it was great. A lot of the movies I've done are really a student film, you know, and they bought me lunch and uh, first time directors that needed a name to get some funding so 
I love the work. I love doing it. Yes. So that's such job. an interesting point. I, I don't think a lot of people know how many people are involved in a movie, right? So you're educating people right now. Along these lines, how did your struggles with addiction, crime, and abusive childhood inspire your acting roles and serve as motivation for your career? I remember this one director said, okay, Danny, I want you to kick in this door. Let's freewheel this. So I kick in this door and this girl jumps up and I throw the gun in front of her and she falls back, put a gun on another guy. I got this big guy down. I said, move, move. Move, you know, I haven't killed anybody all day. You know, cut you Danny, where did you study? I said, Vaughn's, Safeway, Sears, all these markets we robbed. And so he didn't get it. But I think my life before was just a character study. You're listening to five questions, and this episode is sponsored by Sanebox. Is email a soul-crushing distraction? If so, then you need Sanebox. Sanebox's artificial intelligence monitors your inbox automatically wasteful email is moved to your same later folder all that's left is the important stuff if you know how email folders work then you know how sanebox works find an email in the wrong folder just move it get a free two-week trial and a 25 dollars credit by visiting sanebox.com slash five questions today that's sanebox.com slash five questions now back to the show that's so interesting. Yeah, and I could see that a lot of actors have to take the time to do those character studies, but you were already sort of that character without even knowing it at the time in the early days. And talking about your you know, long-term movie career, you've had hundreds of acting credits. How have you been able to separate the person people see in movies from who you are as a person? I think the people around me, my support system, keep it pretty well grounded. I got three kids. My son's a director now, and he directed me in a film that he wrote called From a Son. It was so funny because I'm this dad who's looking for his son, who we think died. I'm looking all over. Oh, my God. And every time I would get to be too tough. And so I would have to get back to being the dad instead of the actor. Some of the best stuff I've ever done. I love that. And speaking of your family, why is it so difficult to help your children with the struggles they're experiencing when you've already been through them? I think one of the reasons is a lot of times your kids don't want to hear it from you. So I thank God for my support system. And it's unbelievable the way the universe sets things up. I met Mario Castillo in 1991 in San Quentin. I was doing a movie called Blood In, Blood Out. He was a resident. He says he was a resident. He was busted in San Quentin. And we became friends on the streets when he got out and then he got sick. And I told him, well, you, you can't work, so work for me, you know? So, so he came to, to work for me and, you know, he lost his house. He's got a liver transplant, so he's living with me. And, and then he got better and became my assistant. And when my kid was out using and I couldn't find him, I'd be in Germany. I'd be calling all over. And I'd call him Mario, see if he can find Gilbert. He was a master at it. Three hours later, my son said, hey, dad, I'm all right, man. Hey, stop sending Mario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, just let me, you know, call me. I told you, call me. I just don't want you to die, you little shit. And then, uh, you know, when my son almost died, man, Mario was there, snatched him up. But my support system is what saved my kid's life. Yeah, that's really smart, especially because people are always looking for other people's opinions. And there's yeah. like a conflicting biased view of if it's your parent or your yeah. sibling. But if they hear it from a third party source or multiple yeah. sources, then they're more likely to believe it. And exactly. you as a father probably gain more credibility because they're like, oh, I heard it from one or two or three other people. So what my dad is saying must be legitimate. And what's your best piece of career advice? If you're going as an actor, don't try to be a comedian. Don't try to be a do-all and get on that movie set and just be there to do your job and make sure that when they ask you to do your job, 
you do the best you can. That's the way you shine. You know, try to be the best you you can be because everyone else is taken. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom, Danny. To follow his journey, you can read Trejo and find him on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter where he shares his latest announcements, appearances, family, and movie scenes. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, go to youtube.com slash Dan Shaw Bell. And please remember to rate and review the Five Questions podcast on iTunes.